Well, after some tough years post-earthquake, road closures and COVID, there's an upbeat vibe in the coastal town of Kaikoura. And a new zipline tourism business is up and running, with locals and visitors alike loving it. EcoZip Adventures Kaikoura opened in December, offering five zip lines ranging between 250 and 613 metres in length on a 3,000-acre working farm near Kaikoura. If you want to see it, have a look at the image on our website. You can get the hang. It's kind of like a giant flying fox, only it looks like there's a, a bit more to sit on. Uh, not too much more, though. Galen Oliver is the managing director and co-founder of EcoZip Adventures. He launched a zipline business on Waiheke Island back in 2012. Kia ora, Gavin. Good to talk. Kia ora. Good morning. Yeah, it is great to be talking to you. First question, how do you slow down? Because I'm having a flying fox memory where you just pick up speed until you sort of slam into a post at the other end. <laughs> how, how does the <laughs> yeah, zipline work to avoid that situation? Because you're going over a good few hundred metres. Yeah, you are. Look, let, let's talk about Zip4, for example, which is the one that, the, that these two young ladies have named. I mean, you're, you're, it's 620 metres long, and, and in the middle of it, you're doing nearly 70 kmh. Um, and you're quite high, you're about 100 metres up. But as you get to the end, the, there's a natural curve in the cable that begins to slow you down. Um, and so a lot of the speed drops off before you get towards the end. And then we've got a fantastic braking system, <clears throat> excuse me, I think called a zip stop, which was designed by a firm in Christchurch and, and 10 years ago took the zip lining world by storm and they're now in use all over the world. So it's a, a great piece of Kiwi innovation. Um, and it's the zip stop that brings you to a nice controlled stop. And the seat, it looks like you're strapped and uh, that's your seat pretty much. You're pretty much hanging, are you? The picture I'm seeing, people have got their legs stuck out in front of them, but you pretty much just got a harness. Is that right? Yeah, Catherine, what you're, you're wearing a, a, a seated full body harness. So essentially there's, there's two different attachment points on there. So that the harness, it allows you to wander around the site and do our little walks and walk through the forest and, and, and take in the views in comfort. But then once you're, once you're actually attached to the lines, it, it's very firm. And, and the loops of the harness sit under your backside and, and it forms a kind of seat that you can sit back into. So if I sign up, am I walking, like how am I getting to the top? You mentioned, you know, some walks and experience of this, what looks like beautiful native, beautiful native bush. Um, before you zoom down, what's the experience, whole experience? Yeah, so Catherine, what we can do is we, we pick our guests up in, in, in the township of Kaiko and we run them out to the airfield about uh, 10 or 12 minutes south of town in a regular minibus. But then the, the, the adventure really starts because what we do is we transfer them into this specially designed um, Unimog 4x4 vehicle, which spent years as a fire truck at Fenua Pine is, and is now a 15-seat passenger vehicle. And they drive through the Countra River um, in the company of our guides and they then do a drive about two kilometres through this beautiful working hill farm called Rakanui Station. We drive you up to a point which is a about 300, 350 metres above sea level with spectacular views inland. And, and then you do a short walk around 400 metres, which is a, a bit of a nature walk. And we start to introduce the fauna and flora of the site and how it's changing. And, 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 a, and we start talking about our conservation plans. And then you arrive at, at 1A, the, the takeoff deck for the first zip line, uh, which is about, well, it's, it's, a, it's a brilliant introduction. It's about 420 metres long um, and you're reasonably high. Uh, and like all of the zip lines, they've, they've got spectacular sea and mountain views. And then you you, you move on in, in your little group up to 12 guests um, and you do the five zip lines and each zip line is connected by some short walks. You do so all not five? Too okay. okay. Yeah, and and so how there's, long there's will five. it take, um, if you're going 70Ks, you're getting through them pretty quickly, aren't you? But you do one and then you do the next and then you do the next. 
Yeah, well, from from soup to nuts, from pick up to drop off, we're talking about a three and a half hour experience. Yeah. But some of those zip lines, I mean, zip four is pretty big. We had somebody ride down that last week, and 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 you know the the ride time is over a minute because you it, it's a big old zip line. Well, this is what I'm thinking. I'm just thinking what's gone into this as a you know setting up in terms of setting up a business. First of all, you've got to get the um, the station owner on board. And then there's a heck of a lot of infrastructure. There's obviously a significant safety, health and safety component that has to be built in. When did you start with this? So that the first iteration went back. It started in 2014. And in fact, I was in Kaikoura a little while ago, um, and I got a pop-up on my phone, one of those Facebook, on this day X number of years ago. And it was a, it was, it was nine years was the first time that I visited Kaikoura scouting for a new location. Um, and we did find a site in the foothills of Mount Fife, but... Um, there was a challenge. We, we discovered that had we put the zip lines where we intended to put them, there was a, there was a, a danger. We, we we couldn't be absolutely certain, but there was a danger that they may impact the flight path. Flight path, sorry, of a, a thing called the Hutton Shearwater, um, which is endemic to the Kaikoura area, and, and the, the, the the Shearwater is endangered. So for us, it was a, it was a no brainer. There was no way we could put our zip lines in an area where they might endanger a bird, which was itself endangered. So. So we walked away, and then a few weeks later, um, Kaikoura had that devastating quake. Um, and so it was really 2018, um, once Kaikoura was re- reconnected to the world, that we, we started the process again, um, and, it, and we found the site that we occupy today. So the, it's, it's, been, it's been a bit of an odyssey. Um, we've had a couple of false dawns caused by you know, things like quakes and COVID. Um, but, yeah, we, we opened to the public on the 20th of December. What are you seeing and feeling around the town this summer? As you said, it's been a hell of a few years, and you know it's a it's a, it's a hospital, and it's got obviously a number of um, of industries um, attached, but it's a, it's a big hospital town, right? Uh, and 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 tourism town, and you know, coming out of these challenge after challenge after challenge that's been thrown at it, what sort of a summer has it been? Has it been, and what sort of a mood is there? Um, I think if we talk about the mood, the mood is brilliant. The mood is buoyant. A little while ago, Craig Mackle, the, the new mayor, of, or relatively new mayor of Kaikoura, said um, it was, you know, after everything that Kaikoura had suffered, um, it really was Kaikoura's, and the phrase he used, it was, it was Kaikoura's turn to have a day in the sun. And I think that's what they're seeing. Um, I was with Lisa Bond, who heads the regional tourism organisation down there last week, and, and we were drinking coffee at a, a great little cafe in, in the middle of town. And Lisa told me that many of the operators were having the best season they'd had for, for, for as long as they could remember. And, and back to pre-COVID kind of numbers. And I, and I, Catherine, I, and I was trying to think about what drives that. Um, and I think there's a little bit of zeitgeist around Kaikoura at the moment. It's still small town New Zealand. Um, and I think that, you know, tourists, whether international or domestic, really warm to that feel. The vibe in town is brilliant. The tourists are very welcome. There's a, the, the pace of life is relaxed. Um, you know, and it's one of those places, I did, when I describe it to friends that, that don't live in New Zealand, I said it's one of those places, if you're driving down a country road, drivers wave to you when they go the other way. It's just, it's got that feel to it. So I think the, the, the prognosis for Kaikoura tourism is really, really good. Um, and the, and the, the sense and the, the feeling in town is buoyant. Very good. So uh, you opened when? 20th of December. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> right before Christmas. Um, it might have been wise to wait, but we thought, well, what the heck, let's just go for it and see what happens. So with very little fanfare, we opened and, and lo and behold, we, we started getting some paying customers, uh, which was which was quite a milestone after nine years in the planning. There you go. You'll probably have a few more now, I think. Good on you. Gavin Oliver, <laughs> so. who is with EcoZip Adventures in Kaikoura.